0: Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about, which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is talk about it most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our youtube page if you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com phenomenology club and in general to learn more about our club what we do and how you can become a member for only one dollar a month please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club thank you for listening Stay trippy. Hello, listeners. Can you hear me? Please make a sign if you can hear me. My computer's giving me problems. My computer is being stupid. Um. So hopefully you can hear me. Say say yes if you can hear me. Strangely enough. I feel like my computer was being really slow just because I had Adobe Acrobat Reader open, which is fucking weird. You wouldn't think that that would be like some load-heavy application because it's supposed to just be doing text shit, but here we are. Please say something, please. See, I'm I'm, I'm 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 dubious about whether or not I I'm being heard. Let me refresh. Oh, okay. 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 Great. Everyone calm down. Calm down. Calm the fuck down. Thanks. <laughs> Let me know if it like stutters or anything, cause I got some error message that was like, "You got a buffer." Oh, it's a bit quiet. You say? Really? Shouldn't be. My levels are uh, look like they shouldn't be. Uh, let me let me turn up a little. What's this? What's this? Is this better? Is this better? All right, good. Here we go. So it's wednesday evening 5:45 p.m. est the evening before the american holiday known as thanksgiving and i mean i'm not one for holidays really but i've been thinking a lot these past few days about the film cannibal holocaust and in thinking about the film and also thinking about thanksgiving i was like hey you know what <laughs> There's so many thematic parallels that can be drawn between this holiday, Thanksgiving, and the film Cannibal Holocaust. So let's talk about them because that's so fun. Um, <laughs> I'm not feeling heard. <laughs> that's funny. I feel heard. Thanks to all your feedback. Um, So, first of all. I've been watching a lot of films the past few days. I don't know about you guys, maybe it's the winter. I'm just like in a film mood. You know what film I watched the other day? I watched The Gift, starring Kate Blanchett, directed by Sam Raimi, and it's really a good horror film. Um, and it's like, it's very much about domestic abuse, which I thought was kind of interesting. I I I've never really seen, well, no, let me not even go into that. Um, also watched Logan's Run, which uh, recently got put on Netflix. I've seen the beginning before, um, but I had never watched the full film Logan's Run until the other day. I watched the whole thing start to finish, and great film, great film. When I first saw it in high school, I thought that it looked so corny. And it still does look corny, don't get me wrong. A lot of it is ridiculous, especially the laser gun. Oh, my God. The laser gun shit is just so funny. Um, But a lot of it is really beautiful. I mean, those sets are, like, amazing. I imagine the budget for that film must have been huge. Maybe I should look it up real quick. What's the budget for Logan's Run? And then I watched this other film, Eye for an Eye, starring Sally Field. Okay, the budget for Logan's Run was $9 million USD, and it came out in 76. I imagine that was probably a lot for that time period, but who knows, actually? I don't really know. Maybe that isn't that much. Ooh, it only made $25 million in the box office? Hmm, surprising. Someone says, Logan's Run was so gay. Well, sure, maybe, but being gay is great, right? So, are you trying to say Logan's Run is a great film? Because you'd be absolutely correct. Um, so Chris Marquez has said, what's the premise of Cannibal Holocaust for those who haven't seen it? Yeah, let me tell you. Okay, but oh shit, should I give you the full thing? I feel like I should. I mean, if you haven't seen the film Cannibal Holocaust and you like don't want to know anything, I'm just going to tell you right now, like maybe don't listen to this because in order for me to really say what I want to say about cannibal holocaust and thanksgiving I'm gonna have to give you the full picture and that includes something that resembles a bit of a twist uh so shit if you haven't seen it and you don't want anything to be ruined don't uh listen to this but honestly like fuck it Even if you haven't seen it and I'm about to tell you what it's about, I would say, like, it won't ruin too much because, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure when I saw Cannibal Holocaust, I already knew, like, what the premise was and what it's about and all this. So I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you. I'll give you a brief uh, description. And I think part of the reason I've been thinking about Cannibal Holocaust as well is because I noticed Netflix has added that film The Green Inferno, directed by Eli Roth, to their, uh, repertoire or whatever terrible fucking film first of all for those of you who don't know a little bit of uh film history for the nerds the original title of cannibal holocaust was the green inferno um so eli roth using that title for his film is definitely i mean as if you can't tell from the fucking film itself it's basically a remake of cannibal holocaust but taking out everything about cannibal holocaust that might be considered good about it And just doing the fucking dude bra, stupid, like, especially racist version of it. But, um, first of all, what year was Cannibal Holocaust? Something in this. Oh, 1980. Okay. I thought it might be like 78 or something. Release date, though, is 85 in USA. I don't know if that means it got a theater theatrical release this film is very um controversial for many many reasons um I think most people who haven't seen the film what they know about it is that it's considered one of the most graphically violent films in film history and uh soon after coming out it was banned in so many countries I think just about like I mean, most countries it was banned and it didn't really get a release because of the graphic violence, supposedly. And one of the things that happened was the director um, actually had to go on trial. The director, by the way, is Ruggero Diodato. I'm probably fucking butchering that Uh, Italian pronunciation. It's an Italian filmmaker. Um, And it made two million in the box office. What was the budget? (laughs) I'm curious but anyway one of the things that happened was apparently people thought that the violence was so graphic they put the director on trial in Italy to prove that he did not murder anybody and someone told me this I'm not sure if it's accurate but it could be who knows that one of the things the director did was like tell the actors they filmed a lot of it in Colombia um uh i think he told the actors to like lay low because they kind of wanted it to almost seem real and so like i don't even think they could like locate these actors afterwards to prove that they hadn't been murdered or anything but um like i think one of the uh articles of evidence presented to the 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 jury or the judge or whatever to prove that nobody actually died was a picture of the director and the girl uh, who's like famously impaled on the stake on the cover of Cannibal Holocaust? I'm sure even people who haven't seen the film have seen this image of this girl just like on a fucking stake, <laughs> totally impaled from mouth to ass. Um, there's a picture of her smiling with the director. So I think that was like the proof. Like, look, and I think there was like fake blood on her mouth. He's like, look, she's not dead. This is like right around when we filmed the scene. And actually, some more nerd info. You know how they did that effect? You know you know what they did was basically put a i don't know if they i think they used a bicycle seat on a rod and they like made this rod so implanted into the ground and sturdy that this girl was basically just balancing, sitting on the, on the rod that was in the ground, you know, and then had the stake in her mouth, like she had to balance and stay still to hold it up, so it basically just gives the illusion that she's impaled, but she's balancing that top part of the stake in her fucking mouth, like, good for her, cause that shit definitely, she, she held that shit stable, um, abominable love says didn't they kill turtles and shit yes and that is part of what we're going to talk about here this is one of the things that are um that is very contentious about the film tuesday says if i remember correctly sorry if this was said already the natives on the island thought they were filming a comedy (laughs) well it kind of is a comedy in some ways isn't it i mean some of it's kind of ridiculous and funny, especially that it's fucking soundtrack. Someone already mentioned the soundtrack. It's so funny how half of it is so awesome, like these like heavy synthesizer like blah, shits, and then the rest is just like some terrible like hippy dippy guitar shit. Uh, it's so funny. But anyway, I was thinking about Cannibal Holocaust. It's really an interesting movie. Like, it seems like a lot of people are hesitant to say it's a good movie or to say they even like approve of the messaging. But um it's interesting because on the one hand, the film has a very, what you could consider, at least I think in the con- our modern context, 2019, is very critical of Western imperialism and, you know, colonialism. But at the same time, I think that, it does have some uh, problems, but let me let me give a premise, like Chris asked, because I guess Chris hasn't seen the film, and for those who haven't seen it, so basically the film is presented. Um, well, it begins with this guy. I don't remember if they're in Italy or wherever, but they've basically been given this documentary footage. Um, from this group of American filmmakers that disappears after going down to the Amazon to make a documentary film. And there's this guy, I forget who the fuck the guy is. I should look it up. Why this guy is the guy that's got to look at it. Maybe he works for the film company or something. Um, let's see. Oh, he's an anthropologist. Harold Monroe, an anthropologist at New York University, agrees to lead a rescue team in hopes of finding them. Okay, so he's an anthropologist. He's got to find the missing film crew. Okay, so he's reviewing this footage that's given to him. They find the film. Um, and the film is like these American filmmakers going down to the Amazon. And they're, they act like they're um, looking for this cannibalistic tribe in the Amazon. And... At first, you see them, like, meeting this group of Amazonians, and they're very benevolent and kind. I mean, they're a little strange. They're, like, I think in the film they're called the tree people or something. They're, like, all painted white, and, like, one of their ceremonial things is to, like, give these Western filmmakers, I think it's, like, the heart of some animal. It's, like, definitely very, uh... you know stereotypical which I think is why a lot of people like consider this depiction to be kind of like racist and such and so they make friends with this tribe and um, basically as the film progresses you find out that the western filmmakers have a plan to basically destroy this tribe and create like like basically take these tribes out with like crazy violence like they burn down a group of the natives in like their own hut and like they like fuck up this place and they're tr- they're filming it and pretending as if they're like documenting tribal warfare you know but they are the ones who came over and like you know they're the ones fucking up this tribe and they're filming it and like lying so basically they staged this tribal warfare they kill like just about everyone in the fucking tribe and um are trying to sell it as this film you know and basically what happens is There is an actual cannibalistic tribe that shows up and fucks up the Western filmmakers, but they weren't expecting this, obviously, you know, because they thought they were going to be the ones to come in and like make it look like they were documenting this cannibal fucking tribe. I probably butchered this a bit, but I think you get the idea. The basic idea is that these American filmmakers come over pretending to be all fucking nice, befriending the local natives, and then being like, actually, fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you up, I'm gonna take your shit and use it for my own means, you know? So right from the bat, I think we can see how some of the themes are kind of analogous to Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, my thinking about cannibal holocaust has me thinking about Thanksgiving and, you know, the film is in many ways a critique of Western imperialism and colonialism. But like I said, I think some of the depictions of the native people are still are so they're so stereotypical and done through this like Western lens, you know that people still are hesitant to put like full support behind this message that seems good, you know, and I think is good in many ways, but they find the depiction of these tribes, even though they are benevolent and the victims of Western violence, they find it to be like a racist depiction, which I think I definitely understand and agree with. So that's the one thing that people consider problematic about the film. And then the second thing is what somebody just said in the chat, um, they killed animals for the film. They actually killed real animals for the film. What do you guys think about this? This is what. This is going to be the meat. Ha! the meat get it this is going to be the meat of the discussion because this is what i see people talk about more than anything i've met multiple people now who refuse to watch this film cannibal holocaust because there were real live animals murdered on screen and they feel that this is wrong you know um what do you guys think because In trying to think about what I feel about this, I don't know what I think. I personally would not murder animals for my film, but I personally see no difference between killing animals for a film and killing animals to eat them. Do you? Do you? And this had me really thinking about Thanksgiving. And you can see in the thumbnail, I use this picture of, I, I think it's <laughs> fucking Trump pardoning a turkey. This is some presidential tradition in Thanksgiving um, where the president pardons a fucking turkey. I don't even get it. It's like, oh, I won't kill you because <laughs> they don't kill these turkeys, I think. They get some random turkeys just to be like, you're not going to die, turkey. <laughs> Your, your brother's gonna die, but not you, I pardon you, like, okay, what a weird fucking tradition, but it has me thinking about Thanksgiving, and meat eating, especially because it's like, well, why do we eat turkeys at Thanksgiving, you know, like, isn't that, isn't, like, the fact that so many families, I would say most families who celebrate Thanksgiving, Um, in America, they have a turkey. It's part of the tradition. The turkey is part of this spectacle of Thanksgiving, specifically a turkey, you know? It's like, you are almost killing a turkey, not because you need to eat it, but you're killing a turkey because the turkey is symbolic of this holiday. You know, you're choosing the turkey specifically. You're not just arbitrarily choosing some meat because, you know, meat is nutritious and we're going to eat meat. You're not picking like a chicken or a goose or whatever the hell is most easily available. You are going specifically out of your way to get a turkey because turkeys are part of the symbolism of Thanksgiving and we eat the turkey because, of the symbolicness, you know, how did how is that any different from killing a turtle for a movie? Like, you want a turtle for your film, <laughs> you wanted to have this scene where you kill a turtle. I forget what, what movies that uh, what, uh, what animals exactly they killed for <laughs> cannibal. <laughs> God, I can't talk. Let's see. Let's, what animals did they, I think it was a, a turtle. A monkey. Does anyone know? I'm looking it up. Which animals did they kill for Han? Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I just typed in which animals did they murder? Which animals did they kill for Cannibal Holocaust? <laughs> Does an animal die in Cannibal Holocaust? Yes. A real turtle is killed on screen for food. Oh, yes. Someone says yes. Six animals were killed. An Amazon River turtle, a snake, a tarantula. A monkey is partially decapitated and its brains are poured into the bowl. Oh, yeah. I think that was the scene where they have this ceremonial like welcoming of the American filmmakers. Also, a muskrat's innards are pulled out and a pig is shot in the head. Oh, that's more than I remember. So six films, apparently, six animals. Why can't I talk tonight? Um, What do you guys think about this? Do you think that murdering, murdering, killing, murdering, however, animals for a film is really intrinsically different than killing them for food? Because I asked Twitter, actually, let me grab my phone. Give me two seconds. I asked Twitter how they felt about this and I was getting all sorts of conflicting information in my opinion um I felt like I was uh, the answers are sort of contradictory Hangover Hayes says, well, I don't agree with purchasing a turkey simply to fit the ideological symbolism of Thanksgiving. The fact is people do receive nutrition from eating it. Killing animals for a film has no good. Okay, so would you so would you say then that purchasing the turkey specifically for Thanksgiving and killing the animal in Cannibal Holocaust is pretty analogous, though, based on what you just said, you know? Cause like that's not even to ask the question though we will ask this question it's not even to ask the question like is killing animals for food and killing animals for film the same thing but I think in the instance of like Thanksgiving I think like it especially is I mean I think it's all the same thing personally but I think for Thanksgiving yeah especially you're killing a turkey on purpose because the turkey fucking symbolizes something like it's very much about the aesthetic and the symbolism of the turkey that's why we eat turkey specifically you know it's not like oh whatever animal happens to be available we'll eat this and also when we think about like meat eating you know like I don't know whether or not um, we've had this discussion on this channel before, by the way, if anyone wants to watch that one, about whether or not meat is murder, or could be understood as such, um, I don't even know whether or not it'd be accurate to say that humans need meat, there might be specific humans, I think, that probably need meat, either way, like, meat obviously affords some form of nutrition, I believe it's, like, the, the, what's what makes meat so nutritious or whatever is like the iron that we absorb from it. But it hasn't necessarily been proven or disproven, I believe, that like we actually need meat, you know? And in fact, the societies that live the longest right now in our current reality, 2019, the societies that have the longest lifespan are um societies that actually don't eat a lot of meat. I believe that the longest The culture that has the longest lifespan is the Sardinians, I believe, (laughs) or like some, it's like some group of Mediterranean people that don't eat a lot of meat. And I believe they eat a lot of fish. So I mean, fish are animals, so whatever. But, but I, I don't think it's like really even proven, but either way, like, let's assume that eating meat is nutritious. Okay. Like it serves a purpose, right? But like, then if the argument is that it's wrong to kill an animal for a film because it's unnecessary and it's okay to eat meat because it's necessary, then wouldn't that also mean that any instance of eating meat where it's not necessary for you at that moment would be just as bad as slaying a turtle for your horror film? You know, like, what if I eat meat when I don't need it? You know, what if I eat more meat than what I need? Then isn't, then aren't I just doing the same thing as if I kill an animal for a film? What's the difference? Like, if the argument is only that you should kill and eat animals when it's most necessary, then every time you eat meat when it's not necessary, which is probably most of the times you eat meat. I think like, even if you were to say, okay, humans need meat for nutrition, like, you'd probably don't need to eat it every day maybe you need to eat it like once a month or something or once a week or something a lot of us eat it every day like wouldn't we just be we're making a fucking cannibal holocaust film every fucking day then like I just don't understand and again I'm not saying like go kill animals for art but I don't really see the difference to me there is none what's the fucking difference I don't know and also I asked the question in this poll um if you think that cuz a lot of people I asked the question do you think that um killing an animal for film and killing an animal to eat it is the same thing and i believe that let me check but i believe that the answer was overwhelmingly no the answer was it is worse to kill for your film hold on let me find the the official answer (laughs) there's so many questions some of these got really dark i mean shit i love it oh let's see okay okay how many people said that killing of an animal Okay, is the question was, is animals dying for movies worse than animals dying for food? 73% said yes, and 27% said no. And this is out of 620 votes. So that's a pretty good sample size, right? But then I asked the question, scrolling up here, scrolling up. Then I asked the question, for those who said yes, or yes, for those who believe that killing for a film is worse, I asked, so according to you, is killing an animal for a film okay if you eat it too? And this answer was way more equal. Out of 700, 702 votes, 46% said no, and 54% said yes. So then the answers became almost equal. It's almost 50-50. Why? Do any of you um, have some sort of in- insight? Because I was trying to find it, and I asked from here <laughs> my other polling question uh, for the people who... Who, well, people who said yes again, um, that it was okay if you eat it too. I asked, "Is this because you believe eating food is necessary for survival, and because film is not?" To which sixty percent said yes, and then forty percent said no. But they had another reason. So, what would the other reason be? What would be a reason that killing an animal for a film is and even if you were to eat it, let's say I kill the animal and then I eat it versus uh I just kill it and eat it without filming it and using it in my art project, you know? What would be the reason? Why would it be worse? Reading comments, <laughs> 702 votes is great statistical power. I agree, these polls were very insightful. Well, I feel like maybe why there's conflict, it seems like, and people aren't, it it almost seems like people aren't entirely sure what they believe, because you know, I went on asking questions, and go check out my Twitter if you wanna see all of them, (laughs) they got pretty weird. Even got uh, 30% of people to say that movies are immoral. (laughs) which i thought was just hilarious. Like you can really convince people of not convince people but like i feel like you can really get people to consider all possibilities once you start raising different kinds of questions, you know? Because it's like, well, what what is what is the reason? <laughs> Shout out to Cardi B. What is the reason? Chris says the other reason might be that eating the animal pays it respect or perhaps that they see the animal only as food and that the art is an extension to the sole purpose. Well this is what like this is something I asked as well like personally of course I'm not an animal. I don't exist in this reality. Well I am an animal but I'm a non-human animal. I'm not really threatened by the by the presence of some meat industry where, like, I am bred to be killed and eaten, you know. So I'm not trying to trivialize what they go through or anything, but, like, I... I, uh, if I were a non-human animal trying to think about it, I would much rather die for, like, some cult film that's going to be watched forever and have my death immortalized on screen than fucking be turned into a shitty fucking cheeseburger to be sold at McDonald's and eaten by some asshole, you know? If we're gonna talk about, like, respect and what's more degrading, I would much rather... Get to be one of the six animals that died on screen in Cannibal Holocaust. I mean, what do you guys think? Shit, I would. Of course, like, the very the very choice isn't fair. It's not fair that th- in this hypothetical scenario, an animal would even have to choose. Do I want to be slaughtered for a movie or do I want to be slaughtered for a cheeseburger, you know? But it's like, I and this is why I continued asking some questions about how much people value film versus how much people value eating. Um, I asked, which do you value more, a film or a cheeseburger? 73% said they valued a film more. And, like, for me, it's, like, yeah. Like, if, if, if the argument is just that, like, film is only entertainment, and it's unnecessary, and it's superfluous, then... Uh, and then eating meat is a necessary thing um but then people are also telling me that they value film and that they feel that film serves some purpose in many instances other than entertainment it's like well then what's What's really real then? What's really real? Is it just cannibal holocaust you have a problem with because you felt like this scene was gratuitous and unnecessary? I should have asked the question. Do you think there could ever be like an on screen death that was conscious and done on purpose that like actually does serve some purpose that could be good in a film that you consider valuable? You know, you know. Anyway, I don't see no fucking difference and I would like to hear uh from somebody that could convince me there is one because in talking about this like we had a conversation in phenomenology club soon after all my Twitter polling and we still had a lot of people saying no, it's different. But I want to know why. Why is it fucking different? What is the reason? I don't see one. I see none. <laughs> I'm going to uh, read a few more of my uh, polls. Mm. Wait, hold on. Chris, let me address this. Chris says, we are applying human morality to animals. Animals may have their own morality, imperceivable to humans, and as such, our closest experience of their morality is using them as food. Therefore, it is immoral to use them for art as it serves no known moral purpose to the animals. Well, this is something someone else kind of brought up when we were arguing in Phenomenology Club. Because, you know, the the popular answer seems to be, or the answer that this person gave me anyway in Phenomenology Club, was that um, killing for art is unnecessary and killing for meat has a purpose. Even if it is unnecessary, they're saying that, you know, at least meat has a purpose, art, you don't have to kill for your art, you know, Um, and one of their defenses for that idea is that, you know, other animals eat each other for meat, and so, you know, it's reasonable if we do the same thing, but to that I said, well, plenty of animals also kill each other for sport, like, we have overwhelming evidence of this, like, We also hunt for sport, you know, and I think as time goes on, we become more critical of this practice because it seems like particularly wasteful and why, you know, I also as someone who eats meat and thinks eating meat and killing an animal for art is pretty much the same thing. I'm still not going to go out and kill an animal for my art, but I I think that, you know, if we're going to use the natural world and the natural behavior of other animals, non-human animals to be like the thing we look to for what is it acceptable and what isn't like so many species kill for sport so many i could even pull up a list animals that kill for sport i know one of them is dolphins dolphins beyond some shit okay here's just a short list just from googling dolphins (laughs) those motherfuckers ants ooh ants are very similar to humans in the way they conquer dot 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 interesting cats we knew this already right cats love killing things and they don't necessarily eat them chimpanzees oh my god yo chimpanzees holy shit my i ugh, my heart was broken when i found out recently that chimpanzees not only do they kill other species for fun they kill their own species for fun and they are some assholes i had no idea chimpanzees were so fucked up i saw this video of um a chimpanzee a mother chimpanzee and her baby chimpanzee and this fucking asshole chimpanzee comes over takes the baby from the mom and just starts smashing it on like the nearby tree and fucking kills it and climbs up a tree and is like throwing it around and shit like what the fuck is wrong with you Oh, it was so fucked up. I can't believe it. Chimpanzees are assholes. But is that wrong? Hmm? 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 I'm sure some chimpanzees think it is. Like Chris just said, I think animals do also have their own code of ethics. And I'm sure a lot of those chimpanzees were not feeling it. So, you know, who knows? Maybe it is wrong. But, you know as far as what other animals do if we're going to use them to be like because this is an argument that's brought up a lot when people try to talk about vegetarianism and stuff like well animals kill other animals you know but yeah animals also murder senselessly all the time and they kill each other for sport like shit of course not as much as they kill to consume and eat other species um but i'm saying just still this happens so lions also kill for sport so do wolves elephants and shit (laughs) the underdog didn't know this the cuckoo bird really you too it too cuckoo fascinating kj says answer the fucking question who the fuck are you talking to kj Answer the fucking question. Does art have to be moral? Huh? Huh? Um, no. I don't think so, no. Art just has to be art for it to be art. That's it. You can have really fucked up art, and I would say it's still art. Absolutely. You know? Even if I, like, disagree with murdering an animal on screen. Or what about that famous art piece, um, with that man who... Ugh, what was his name? I forget where this happened... There's a performance artist where a man basically just took some dog, I think, off of the street and chained it up in a gallery and it was starving and nobody fed it. And I think the piece was literally just this dog wasting away for like months. I don't know if it ended up dying in there or what, but this like got put on in a gallery. Like, I mean, that's fucked up. Like, damn. Um, (laughs) Well, let me find the name of it real quick. Just, you know, because I'm nice like that. Um, Starving Dog performance art piece. I don't know if it was a performance. Oh, Guillermo Vargas Jimenez. Yeah, I think it has happened someplace in- Yeah, okay. It happened in Nicaragua. The artist is Guillermo Vargas Jimenez. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Um... 2007 oh wow that's more recent than i would have thought and it was called Expose exposition north degree one the exposition included the burning of 175 pieces of crack cocaine and an ounce of marijuana while the sandinista anthem played backwards <laughs> there's so much going on here guillermo <laughs> god The work also included an emaciated dog tied to a wall by a length of rope with er, uh, something in Spanish, areas locales, in parentheses, you are what you read, written on the wall, and dog food. According to Vargas, the work included a fifth element, the media. Yeah, Vargas, your work has a lot going on there's just too much going on with that piece am i wrong like i don't even know what the fuck he's supposed to be about it's just like i'm just gonna put everything together we got Craig, we got marijuana we got a starving dog food and the media like okay guy it's about whatever you say it's about uh someone says using art as a framework for sociopathic behavior is not fucking art it's bullshit sadism why do you say that hangover though do you believe that art has to be moral like is is granting the name or the title art to a thing like something that you see as like you will only grant it to the things that you decide are art you know because i would i would not see a point in that i mean of course i think like the art piece that i was just describing exposition whatever the fuck by vargas is terrible like why would you do that to a dog come on like that's just fucked up but i'm i don't think it's not art because it's fucked up i think it is sociopathic like you just said but i'm not gonna say it's not art i think it absolutely is art it's fucked up cruel art that killed a dog but it's still art someone says what about that dude Rocco magnata that turned killing kittens into manslaughter with that whole one lunatic one ice pick that was a precursor to murder Ooh, no idea about that um Roc- Rocco magnata don't know about this what is it let's see uh okay so there was kitten killing Oh, Luca Rocco Magnata. Oh, this guy. Oh, shit. I just saw a special about this guy's crazy. That story's crazy. I'm not even going to go into it because I don't know a lot about him. I didn't know that he killed kittens for a thing. That's interesting. Do you guys know about this uh, pornography genre called hard crush? (laughs) It's so fucked up. Crush porn is like people who step on stuff sit on stuff and literally crush it this is like a pornography genre who the fuck knows where it comes from and soft crush is the more popular one where like it's like a lot of women in high heels and stuff like crushing oranges and various pieces of fruit and whatever like soft objects but then there's hard crush which is like killing live animals the one that I was unfortunate enough to see was a basket full of baby bunnies. It was some Japanese shit. And this lady literally took a basket full of baby bunnies. And, oh, uh, why? Oh, I'm mad. Oh, I'm, I have PTSD. And she took them and she not only, uh She took a clear pane of glass so that you could see this happening. And sat on the baby bunnies then through the clear pane of glass you could just see their brains exploding and oh my god I'm so sad uh, uh, don't look it up it's very sad um but yeah like um I think I understand why people feel as if one of these things is more gratuitous because in like talking about what we just talked about you know I think that there that it is more sociopathic definitely like to do a thing like take a basket of baby bunnies and sit on them you know you're obviously doing this for a purpose there is a purpose and it's superfluous nobody needs to see this to masturbate or whatever Um, but you're, when you just like eat a rabbit too, like I, I would argue that fundamentally these things are kind of the same, but I also do think, yes, it's much more sociopathic to do this and engaging in sociopathic behavior, I think is bad for your psyche. So I would say that in like that instance, yeah, it is worse. But I would also say, like, there's an interesting argument to be raised here. And we talked about this in the Is Meat Murder upload. Um, that perhaps even the act of eating meat in a way that is very detached, you know, where, like, we consume so many animals, um that are just killed in this incredibly, like, automated, detached way, like, we have really no direct relationship with, like, the violence that is enacted on them, and it really is fucked up, like, just the industry, like, what we've done to these animals, like, we breed them just to be eaten, we jack them full of steroids and then we just slaughter them in this like incredibly detached automated process and we let like so much of this meat just fucking expire on the shelves to be thrown out so many of them just die for no reason you know someone could also make the argument that perhaps that being complicit in this whole process is also damaging to our own psyches you know um So what do you guys think? I've been going on almost 45 minutes. I want to wrap it up here. (laughs) My thesis and the one I think people will probably object to because they seem to really not accept this. But they also seem to kind of accept this when you ask more questions on top of it. Is killing for film any different than killing for meat? I would say no. And personally, like, I mean, I value film more than I value meat eating. If somebody asked me, like, would you rather only be able to watch films the rest of your life? Or you, or 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 would you be deprived of film the rest of your life? Or be deprived of meat? I would definitely choose to be deprived of meat. I would go vegetarian if it meant I could still watch films. Now, this doesn't mean that that's, like, some sort of justification for murdering animals on screen for your fucking art film. But... It I think it does raise an interesting question. Like, why do people, I don't think the answer is as simple as film is, has no purpose. Film is simply entertainment. Film is whatever, you know, and meat is necessary. I don't think that that's a strong enough argument. That's all I'm saying. I don't think that that really holds up to any philosophical scrutiny. um And I think that people will probably agree with some of the underlying uh concepts and why i come to such a conclusion because I'm asking people more and more in my twitter polls um yeah we had some we had i thought this was interesting this question had a perfect 50 50 ratio for the answer this question i asked if you were publicly executed would you rather it be filmed or not filmed if you were given the option with no added context it was literally perfect 50-50 out of 284 votes. 50% said film it and 54%, 50% said don't. It's crazy. But pretty much so many of these, I'm just going to go through and read them. Why not while we're here? Because I asked a lot of questions uh, and it got kind of dark and interesting. So just to stay in order. You know, at first I asked, is killing for film and killing for meat uh, different, really? And overwhelmingly, I remember, I think it was 70% 70 said that, yes, it's different and it's worse to kill for film. But then I asked, according to you, is killing an animal for a film okay if you also eat it? And 54% said yes and 46% said no. Um... Is this because you believe eating food is necessary for survival and film is not? 60% said yes, 40% said no, other reason. So then I asked, following from that premise, clearly every individual time we eat meat is not necessary for our survival. Would you agree then that much of our meat consumption is superfluous? And 92% said yes, 8% said no. Mm. Then I asked, do you like films? 96% said yes. 4% said no. Next question. Do you think film serves a functional purpose or is it superfluous? 76% says functional purpose and 24% said superfluous, which I found so interesting because a lot of the people up until this point when we were talking about cannibal holocaust were saying film the- film is just entertainment, you know? You don't kill animals for film because film and art is just entertainment. We-, we kill and eat meat because it's good for us, you know? But then also 76% are saying film has a purpose. What the fuck is the purpose of film, huh? Huh? Do you guys think film has a purpose? I don't. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I think its purpose is to be a film, but, like, it's not that much deeper than that. Which do you value more, a film or a cheeseburger? I already answered this one, or read this one. 73% value a film, 27% a cheeseburger. Um, I'm not going to read all of these, actually. There's so many, but it got interesting, I think, around... Where I asked some of these questions that started to have this more 50-50% answers. Like so many of them came out to be almost 50-50 perfectly. I asked the question, if you were a non-human animal and your execution was imminent, which do you think you would choose if you were given the option? And 51% said they would rather die in a film versus 49% said to die to be food. Hmm, hmm, what's up with that? So then why do so many people think it's so much worse than to die in a film? Hmm? Hmm? I asked, do you think dying on film is implicitly degrading? forty five percent said yes and fifty five percent said no. which is so interesting. Okay, and this is where it gets really dark, actually. let me just let me just go. I don't know how this question came to me, but I wanted to ask about entertainment, you know, because a lot of people say that film is simply entertainment. It serves no higher purpose, but eating meat apparently does, you know, um, so then like, what is it? What do you really think about film? If you're calling it entertainment, and what do you think about entertainment? What is entertainment? So I asked, is entertainment superfluous? And let me ask you guys this as well. Do you feel like entertainment serves a purpose? I gave the options no, sometimes, or always. What do you guys think? Does entertainment have a purpose? 69% said sometimes, 20% said no, and 11% said always. So most people seem to think that entertainment is sometimes superfluous. So that means 70% of people think that entertainment might have some other function other than what? What? I think we need to find out what entertainment is. So I asked, does entertainment serve a functional purpose? To which 56% of people said sometimes... 39% 39% said always, and 5% said no. Hmm. So, I asked the question Is thinking entertaining? 90% of people said yes. So, what the fuck is entertaining? Entertainment. Is it anything that's entertaining? What do you guys think? Do you have an answer? This is the last question I'll read. I'm sorry to just like read these because I'm going over them too. I want to, I'm trying to think about what I think. This is the one I think had the most interest. I think it was the most interesting question with the most interesting results. It's one of the last ones I asked. I said, do you think slash know that an experience of war could be entertaining? And this one had really interesting answers. Again, almost 50-50. The top answer was 42% said they think yes. That an experience of war could be entertaining. 35% was the second most uh, popular answer where they said I think no. And then this is this is dark. 12% of people said they know for a fact that yes an experience of war could be entertaining and 10 percent said they know for a fact that no it could not be i should have asked whether or not the people that had these experience of wars were uh, active participants in the sense that they were like part of some military and who might have been a civilian uh experiencing more because i imagine that those answers would have been different perhaps perhaps not who knows um, it's well known that in like the Vietnam War, for example, a lot of soldiers would like take L S D and like fight, you know, because it made the experience more dereal, you know, like it made it I I mean, I don't think it made it entertaining for them necessarily, but you almost have to abstract, I think, what's happening when it's so horrific for you to even be able to, like, function, you know? Because I think to a lot of people that sounds fucking nuts. Like, even the idea of taking LSD and going to a public place freaks people out. But to take LSD and then go be, like, a part of one of the most violent wars in at least American history, you know? Like, holy shit, being in the jungle with a gun worried at any moment you might step on a landmine you don't even know why you're here like you might hate yourself for being there you know when you go back protesters just fucking hate you like why am i even fucking here i'm gonna die everyone else has died like fuck this i'm just gonna take a bunch of fucking lsd like what the fuck but do you think that experience could become entertaining in some facet what is entertainment anything that entertains let's ask the dictionary real fast What's entertainment? Okay. Definition of entertainment, amusement or diversion provided especially by performers. Okay. Definition B, something diverting or engaging such as a public performance, or a usually light comic or adventure novel Two, the act of entertaining. So yeah, I mean, um, I saw another definition earlier said anything designed with the purpose of entertaining, um, but Merriam Webster, which is our more often used dictionary just to keep some sort of consistency doesn't make that distinction that it has to be created with the purpose of entertaining. So that's interesting. If entertainment is anything that entertains, then you could even say, I think a thing like murder might be entertaining for a lot of people who aren't even like, who wouldn't even say they support murder, you know? Why do we watch some of what we watch, you know? I've seen terrible shit on the internet. Some of the first videos I used to watch as a child just having access to the internet was like ISIS beheadings. I don't fucking know why. Don't ask me why. As a child, I was like, you know, I was like going on 4chan and like I wanted to find like the most like fucked up shit like ooh, I heard there's crazy shit on the internet what is it what's that site like rotten.com or whatever I would always go in there like look at dead bodies look at executions and stuff and like they horrified me you know but I was intrigued I think it's I was definitely entertained you know uh is it good or bad is it involuntary is it completely neutral you know Either way, the cannibal holocaust thing, um, um I'm kind of conflicted too, because like, uh, to, to bring up another film that, uh, killed an animal, what about The Godfather? Have you guys seen The Godfather? There's this famous scene in the first one, um, where one of the guys wakes up and, Oh, the fucking mafia people. I don't fucking remember who there's so many people. One of them put a decapitated horse head in their bed and they wake up and they're they're with this decapitated horse head and the they used a real horse head. And like, you know, it looks real because it is real. It's a very impactful scene. Everyone remembers this scene. The scene was so impactful that I believe because of this scene that's when there started to be laws introduced in America that they would no longer allow animals to be killed for film. Um another film that famously kills a lot of animals. This is so fucked up. You would you you wouldn't guess this until you maybe rewatch the film as an adult and realize, "Holy shit, yeah, a lot of animals definitely died." That film Milo and Otis with the dog and the cat. It's a Japanese film. Apparently, it's estimated that like up two like 60 something dogs and cats died during the filming of this thing which sounds ridiculous because anyone who's seen the movie knows and especially if you've only seen it as a child all you remember is this cute little cat and dog walking around going on these crazy adventures but if you watch it as an adult holy shit, yeah, they put these animals in some dangerous situations, like, with a dog, uh, pretty much drowning near the bear, I feel like 10 dogs definitely died in the filming of that scene, like, holy shit, the bear is really trying to kill the dog, and the dog really looks like it's drowning, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, five dogs in that scene, at least, like, damn, but anyway, like, the godfather scene, um, for me, somebody who's, like, a film purist, not a purist but you know like I hate CGI I think CGI is ruining films it's terrible people say that like you know um uh or or people like we're getting rid of even animatronics even in films like CGI looks like shit I hate it so much oh yeah and people say like well for for a thing like that just use CGI just use a prop or whatever and I'm sure you could make a great prop But I think that at the end of the day, none of them would probably look as good as an actual decapitated horse head, you know? And it's like, oh, shit. I mean, I don't think you should kill the horse for the film. But, like, say this horse, like, maybe say the horse was dead anyway. Or that the horse would be killed for meat that same, around the same time or something anyway. Do you guys think that that would be so wrong to use the decapitated horse head in your film? Like... I think a lot of people would say yes, that that is wrong. It's degrading or something. But, like, for me, it's like, again, I don't really see the difference. You know, I would personally, if I was making the film, I would be tempted to use the horse head. I might just not use the horse head because I'd be terrified of being canceled on Twitter or something. But, personally, if I can be honest with you all right now, I would want to use the horse head. Absolutely. That's my confession. (sighs) All right. What sucks? Someone says, shit, Bethany, this sucks. Look, I'm being honest with you. But I'm also telling you that, like, I'm someone who recently am, like, really considering going vegetarian. Like, I think that killing animals is, like, not a thing I want to do. I would not kill a horse for my film. But I'm telling you, if there was a horse head available or, you know down at the butcher they were like well we kill horses every day you want a horse head i think i would really want the horse head the real one i think i would because i don't really see the difference you know but i also believe oh no someone else says they would use the horse head too yeah, I'm not I'm not saying you kill the horse, but um, if the horse is already dead, shit, I'm, I don't I don't or the horse is already gonna die. I mean, I'm someone who eats meat, but I'm also someone who's very more and more as time goes on, like considering becoming a vegetarian myself, not because I necessarily think it's my moral responsibility. But, you know, I think that if it's not necessary, then sure, like maybe I don't need to do it, you know. Um, especially because of all the sort of peripheral, peripheral arguments that exist around this, uh, culture of eating meat in America, especially. Um, but anyway, I've been going for an hour. I'm going to stop. Sorry to speak so much. Um, any, any concluding thoughts before I depart out of here? What are you all doing for Thanksgiving tomorrow? Are you gonna eat a turkey symbolically, just like it was Cannibal Holocaust up in this piece, huh? I hope as you eat that turkey tomorrow, you think about this. You think about why are we eating a turkey? Why specifically the turkey? Why not whatever meat was most readily available? Is this really necessary? Are we eating turkey because of aesthetic, aesthetics and symbolism? (laughs) hangover says the more ethics philosophy i read and more exposure to factory farming and such i'm going pescatarian fuck fish anyway (laughs) hey fish are great you asshole how dare you all right i'm gonna get out of here uh i i would eat fish too though i gotta say i was thinking about going pescatarian that's what i should have said i love fish um yeah everyone enjoy your uh thanksgiving holocaust uh american genocide party or whatever the fuck i hope you all uh think about this think about cannibal holocaust think about all types of shit and have a great fucking holiday okay i'll talk to you later goodbye